Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about how I became a better artist. Am I saying am I saying I'm the best artist there is and there ever was and that there ever will be? No. But I'm just trying to share with you some insights that I've seen within myself this past couple days and I've jotted down some notes as I do for the podcast, but I really reflected on just how much growth I've had in the past two years. So that's it's going to be the focus for this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this night, whenever and wherever you are listening. So to kind of get into it, I um, stopped caring how many likes and followers I had. I was definitely that person not just that artist, but that person who based their value off of likes and followers on all platforms, any platform. Um, and I'll, I'm guilty of posting more personal things than art. So it's kind of hard for me to decipher who's following me for art and who's following me for just me. Does that make sense? Um, I started hanging out with other artists in my area. I started connecting more because, you know, you you follow someone for like two years and you don't know them, but you're kind of in the same community. So you kind of like link up. So that's that was the case for me with a couple people I met that are really, really good artists. In my opinion, I hold them at high regard and not just as an artist, but as like a local artist. Um, these couple of them I just met, one of them, his name is Just, um, they're short for Justin. And then um, David, and he goes by Dave, He goes by his full name, David Morgan. Um, he's really cool. He taught me a lot. He taught, I went over to his house the other day and I was just amazed at how many paintings we're in his home and we were supposed to do a podcast, but like it did never actually ended up happening. But we ended up painting over one of my paintings um, that is now finished. So we ended up remixing it, which was, he brought in a lot of insight that I am gonna talk about later and on in the episode. But one of the main tips that he gave me was that there's no rules to the, what I'm doing which is essential to art. Art is all about results without rules. I, I, I thought of that this morning and I thought it was so beautiful. So th- you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I began to be open to being taught new ways of doing things when it, when it came to my art. When it comes to my art, I'm very set in my ways. Um, and I don't mean to say that to say I'm hard-headed. I'm just saying that I have a certain way of doing things and over the years I I just haven't changed technique. Well, when I was at David's house, he told me he's like, you know, you really want to like mix your colors. He taught me how to mix colors. He gave me a little rundown. And it's not that I don't know how to mix colors, it's that I'm not comfortable with it. And that's another thing that um David helped me get past was feeling awkward in new, doing new techniques and so he um 
explained to me also that I need to add water to my paintbrushes. <laughs> that's something that I don't do often, so that's something I have been implementing the past couple days. The past two days, you guys, I've been painting nonstop, completely sun up till sundown. I've been listening to the same demo and the same three songs on repeat. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I'm taking advantage of this time of me not being employed to just relax and to just say thank you to everyone listening because although I recorded seven episodes last month, we hit our numbers. We're averaging about 530 episodes a month. I'm sorry, 530 downloads a month. And last year I did 60 episodes in a month and got 1,100 downloads. So thank you so much for helping me scale my business, um, helping me scale the podcast. I couldn't have done it without all of you, to be honest, um, because it's just me. <laughs> I have no producer. I have no camera person. I have no audio engineer. I have no one to fact check me would be helpful, but hey. I learned when to walk away from a work in progress. What a work in progress is, is something that is currently being painted or currently being drawn or currently being spray painted. I learned when to walk away. Because for me personally, I don't want to speak for all artists, but there's a point in your piece when you're working on something where you're just none of your ideas feel right none of your ideas feel fresh nothing is clicking nothing is vibing and you just have to walk away i found that sometimes i have to walk away it could take a month sometimes i walk away for an entire year and i come back and i see something totally different i see potential i see a new perspective and that and like you guys i've been I held on to art from 2021, art that didn't sell, art that didn't get a lot of likes or whatever, didn't get a lot of shares, art that I thought at the time was really, really good. See, that's the good thing about growth is like something you thought was really, really good at, at one point, two years later, you're like, oh, that's really, really bad. That's kind of like where I'm at right now. I mean, I'm not knocking my old art. I I love it and I, I can't, it, it it's... It's a foundation. I realized that also that having an iPad kind of hinders your growth as an artist because you're always trying to maneuver something that is non-physical. You're maneuvering digital art. Physical art has a lot more respect because it, it requires hand-eye coordination. It requires a different level of skill. Not to knock anyone who uses the iPad full-time or anything. But yeah, I had to learn when to walk away from a work in progress. And the paint drying process helps in me walking away. But sometimes I can turn the painting on the right side and um, rotate it. And then I could see a totally different vision. Uh, never missing the opportunity uh, to just go for it when I feel like the vibe is right. What I mean by that is if what I just said, if I see something, if I see a vision, I go for it. But the key thing in 
and the key thing is is to never miss the opportunity as an artist you're going to be painting and then thinking of ideas and then you might be too shy or too scared or too have a sense that you're not skilled enough to pull off what the, the idea in your mind I do it all the time when I'm painting like I think of cool ideas and I'm just like oh maybe you're not good enough yet to do that or maybe what you're trying to do is kind of impossible. But you just got to fight that voice inside of you. That's what I do all the time. And it comes with practice. You can't just not paint or not draw and expect to... And expect to just go anywhere. You see, let me take a pause. Because I'm reading off my notes and everything. But let me take a pause. When I was 14... I would snort cocaine. Okay. I didn't have Adderall. I wasn't cool, but I had cocaine. And then I would take my cocaine. Okay. And I would listen to shit like this. And I would smoke cigarettes all fucking day. Now I would wear black, even in the summer. And I would do my makeup. I had all these piercings, and I would get up and I would draw. During summer break, snort cocaine. My mom would leave work at like 7.45. I wake up, do lines of cocaine. Listen to him. Draw him, listen to him, draw him, listen to him, draw him, listen to him. I was so dedicated and I am, and 14 years later, I'm so happy to say that I am still doing the same shit. I looked at a drawing, I did a villa the other day, and I was just like, you are so fucking, the 14-year-old version of you would be so fucking proud. Would be so fucking proud. And... That 14-year-old version of me is very proud of 20, almost 28-year-old almost me. The fact that I'm still drawing. The fact that I'm still just fucking rocking out in the first place. I'm listening to, we're listening to their demo. This is, this is him, by the way. I think the key component in me becoming a better artist was adopting an attitude when it comes to mistakes. Mistakes on well, what I perceive to be mistakes. Because other people will look at your art and they'll, be, they'll love it. They'll be like, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I really connect with it. Blah, blah, blah. But in your mind, you're, left, you're just like, oh, I, sh I wish I would. In my mind, at least, I, was, I, sh I would say things like, I wish I would have did the eyes a little sexier. I wish I would have did the nose a little smaller. I wish her teeth weren't so weird. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. But I adopted an attitude of, you can fix that. Because with paint, you can literally put white on something, white paint, and paint over it. So I have no excuse when it comes to a canvas that I'm not happy with. So that's exactly what I've been doing the past two days is I've been going over art that I'm not happy with 
or that I previously wasn't happy with. I am happy with it now because I painted over it and I love it. Um, it's just that that never would have happened if I didn't have the attitude of, hey, you can fix this. You have to adopt a positive mindset if you want to become a better artist. That's what I've found. Um, none of this growth would have happened if I just was continuing in the self-pity and the self-wallow and, and this negative talk. You know what I think really helped? Is me removing all my Instagram followers. I think that really, really helped. Oddly enough. I know it sounds crazy, but like, hear me out. I was so concerned about having 1,100 followers and only getting six likes on a photo, six likes on art, five likes, four likes, three likes, if that. Um, and that combined with being the type of person that bases your value off of likes and shares and followers, it wasn't a good combination for my self-esteem. And so like, I wasn't putting a lot of effort into my art. Oddly enough, I know that sounds so dumb and I hate that it got to that point. But allowing myself to be uncomfortable and challenged was another key component in my success in becoming um, a better artist is I wasn't challenging myself. Like I, I'm someone who like, if you studied my art, I'm someone who draws like from the neck up. And I, um, haven't drawn the female body pretty much at all, not in its full form, not like, not like from head to toe. I usually stop like at the torso somehow because I'm afraid of going there because I, I haven't practiced, I, I, because I know I haven't practiced the full female figure, the full female form. It's just something that I haven't gotten to, gotten around to, but now that I'm talking about it, I gotta get to it because I have adopted a mindset of allowing myself to be uncomfortable and allowing myself to be challenged. The other day, um, not the other day, yesterday, this morning, last night, 1 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever, I was painting and then I was like, what, can, what is there, there's something I need to add at the bottom. So I was going to be like, she needs hands. And I'm like, ooh, hands. You're going to paint hands? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Never painted hands before. <laughs> and then um, so that became a challenge. And I was like, you know what? You're ready for it. So like I fucking just drew it on a pencil and then retraced it with paint. And then I'll go in. It was already filled in with the um, paint underneath. I was just outlining it. But man, it was stressful. But like, I, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't adopt the mindset of, um, you know, challenge accepted, basically. I chose not to be bound by my pop art style. Listen, if you guys know me, you guys know that my style of art is pop art. It's the style of art that has carried me through 
the past, I want to say four or five years, almost five, going on five years. Um, in the beginning of my art career, I was really focused on, really, really, really focused on developing a style. I was like, what's my style? Because I, I was drawing just anything. I was literally doodling anything. I didn't, because everyone around me had their own little je ne sais quoi. They had their own little flair, their own little flavor, their own style. And I wanted my own style. I wanted someone to look at my art and they may not see my signature, but they know it's me type deal. So I was just like ready to de to develop that. And then so I stumbled upon a few pop art images like on Google and I was like, I really like that vibe. So like I started I started to create my own vibe because it's like you can't copy those images on Google when you Google pop art. Um, Everyone knows those images and people use them in their social media handles a lot. So it's like, there's no way I can copy that shit. So I had to make my own way. And like, I started drawing women because it was the easiest way to capture the pop art vibe. So the emotion in the face, the seductive eyes, the sad eyes, the looking behind the shoulder, the looking straight through you or past you. That style only allowed me to draw a certain thing and it was women's heads. And so I chose not to be bound by it. I started drawing like my t-shirt. I started painting my t-shirt. I started drawing um, album covers. I started things I was things I was staring at, like my bed, um, the couch. Um, I started drawing things in my mind, in my imagination. I, 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 I wasn't so, like I said, bound by my pop art style, which is so like thick black lines, polka dots, women subjects, female subjects. You know, she's got to be seductive or sad. It's very strict, my style. Um, like I said before, I just remembering that art has no rules, just results. Um, and to dive deeper into that, what that means to me is that you can be inspired by something you see another artist do and you want to, and it makes you want to create something cool yourself. But sometimes like for me, I started like when I see something cool back in the day, when I used to see something cool that like say Lalo Kota did. And I used to think to myself, like, one day you're going to be that good. Okay, what do you got to do to get there? Okay, what, okay, what's the difference between him and you? And it's just like, the first thing that you should realize, the difference between me and Lalo is 20 years. <laughs> so, like, the hardest thing that I learned... Well, not, it's not the hardest thing. Probably the easiest thing I learned, actually, is the is that um, back to the artist has no rules, just results. I would say art has one rule. It's, it's a practice. You have to practice. Practice does make perfect. It does. 
in the in in the world of art it does um the more hours i put in the paint the less hours i put in the ipad but it's more rewarding because like i'm go i'm producing i'm working on producing a show for next year it's from my first solo e exhibition at a gallery i met someone named dream shout out to dream um that is going to help me facilitate that. And I got their contact through another artist. I've just been connecting with artists. I've just been networking. I've just been making connections. That's what networking is. But like, you know, like I uh, technically I was given free art by, by an artist because, well, because I asked for it, but like, um, I mean, I, I'm saying all this to say that, like, I have completely opened my life up to opportunities for growth. Um, I take advantage of my manias lately to create and cause less dis destruction in my personal life. I find this to be very, very useful and to be very healthy. Um, I've been recognizing when I've been manic and, like, it, it's, it can come, like, maybe throughout the day, maybe in the morning, most, most days. Um, but like lately it's been, it's lately I've been manic. So I've been using that energy to create. Um, I have been just meditating on reasons why I create in the first place. <laughs> I don't know. I've been getting really philosophical. Maybe it's the weed, but I don't think Arizona weed is that strong, but like, on a serious note, I've been focusing on, like, why, why do I create? And, and like, trying to answer that question just, like, makes me want to create better. Does that make sense? The fact that I can't really answer that question makes me want to create, like, go harder. Like, if I was painting this morning, all morning. It's two o'clock right now. So like from 5 a.m. to about 10 a.m. I was painting. But like there were so many things. There were so many shortcuts that I could have taken, but that would have equated into a lower quality painting overall. But I knew if I just took these extra steps that were very annoying, that it would result in a magnificent finish. So, like, I was just like, you know what, Candice, you have to put in the extra st extra steps. You have to put in the work. Yeah, you have to put in the work. So, um, I put in the work, and then just the results were just amazing. Um, while I create, I eliminated all distractions, and that comes in the forms of all types of things. Um... I eliminated distractions. It's funny, I talk about distractions. My mom's phone is going off. I'm recording my podcast in my mom's room. <laughs> so, like, social media was a big thing that I just... Like, once I got my podcast audience going and you guys have notifications or you guys know where to find me, however, which way you find me, I um, honestly just said fuck it with Instagram. 
I have a TikTok that I could promote to 1,300 followers, but they're they're a bunch of kids. Um. So, anyways, I like put my phone on do not disturb. Like, I'm not someone who doesn't have friends, but like, I won't talk. I won't talk on the phone or like talk. Like, I'm just trying to say that I, like, I'm real focused. Like, I'm real focused. Even even on the days where I don't want to focus, I have to focus. Because, like, I have to get these hours in. The more work you put in, the more, the more, the more you get back in art. You re- it, it's, it really does work that way. And, yes, you do have your moments where you're like, this is ugly, this is ugly. But you do, it all, it all amounts to that one drawing that one painting that was like damn everyone looks at it and they're like damn that is really good that is really 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 good or like damn you snapped or like you know like literally you know like when i was in the hospital recently when i came out of it the painting that i was doing was just like it's like i gained a new it's like i accessed a new level of my consciousness it was, it was, it was, it's, if you get, if you don't do anything artistic, I encourage you to, you know, try at the very least try. Um, I stopped focusing on selling and I focused more on what I was trying to sell. I tried to make that a better, a better product. Um, I started going to local art events that were more underground. Lately, I've been invited to like more, like live paintings and like punk shows and like goth DJ nights. I know it, some of you are laughing, but like I I, I mean I I want to go. Like it sounds it sounds fun. Um, one big thing that I'll kind of wrap up this podcast with is how I became a better artist. Is I stopped believing that I was perfect. I I honest to God thought that. Well, I may have not have had the conscious thought, but unconsciously, subconsciously, not unconsciously, subconsciously, Jesus Christ, I thought that I was that I had no room for improvement, which means that I thought that was that I was perfect as an artist. Artists have an ego, okay? It's not that I know that I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, okay? I know that, but like. I could be, and I will be. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I stopped believing that because I I was like taking a look at my work objectively, and I was like, Candace, like, okay, at the end of the day, I know you had fun, I know you learned things while you were painting this, but at the end of the day, when everything is said and dry, does it look good? I don't think so. Well, someone want to buy that and hang it in their wall and look at it every day, every night? Someone besides you? So, yeah. I realize that the key to success is to learn new skills when it comes to, like, the practical skills. Um, there's this girl named the Lady Egg that I really admire. And, like, she, like, I can tell she has either, whether she's self-taught or trained or whatever you want to call it if whether she went to school or something she is very disciplined i could see it in her work and like she she's very like she's a pop artist as well and so i just i'm just like inspired every time that i see her art 
Um, I train myself to see everything around me as inspiration. Um, people's moods, people's like even like the shade of the sh the shade outside, just like the smallest shit, like my nail color. I train myself to see everything as inspiration, um, and I take it with me with every drawing, and I try to evoke more emotion into the, when I move my pencil. Or when I move my brush, I'm always trying to evoke emotion in my art, I guess. I guess my art doesn't really mean anything. I mean, I'm just trying to make you feel what I was thinking when I was painting. I'm trying to have, I'm trying to mirror my thoughts into your thoughts. Um, I definitely became a harsher critic on myself. Um, because I had, I had to someone who thought they they were perfect you have to be you have to break them down break them down break them break them down down um one big thing that i'll leave with is that i no longer compared myself to others um that's something that i did extensively for years so i'm just like you're not that uh, that good you're not as good as her you're not as good as him you're not as good as her she just started doing art the same time you did. You're not as good as her. She just started art and she's way better than you. They're doing way more art than you. Just like stupid shit like that. And like, I, I finally just let it go. I gained a new perspective on why I created in the first place and that's just to have fun and to be the best. Not only to myself, but to everyone else in life and in death this is candace with the manic candace podcast thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode please share with your friends family and followers so good night good morning good evening good afternoon good good whatever i was gonna repeat myself again <laughs> it's been eight days forgive me happy fourth of july Bye bye